Before we begin, please note that multiple and sometimes conflicting pronunciations of some Native American names were discovered as part of research for this series. Every effort has been made to pronounce these names as respectfully as possible. Please also know that the DAR Continental Congress approved the American Indians Committee in 1936, and the National Society continues to follow the lead of the federal government in retaining that terminology. For example, the Bureau of Indian Affairs and the Museum of the American Indian. The Our Patriots Podcast honoring the men and women who achieved American independence and taken from the pages of American Spirit, the Daughters of the American Revolution's award-winning magazine. Anne Fisher Miller's Patriotic Hospitality, One Widow's Revolutionary Legacy by Annalise Jolly and appearing in the March-April 2018 edition of American Spirit magazine. Buried in an unmarked grave for a century, Anne Fisher Miller's resting place was nearly lost to history, yet her legacy lived on through the stories told of one woman's radical, revolutionary hospitality. Hostess to the General Anne Fisher was born in Westchester County, New York in 1728. Nothing is known of her youth, but as a young woman, she married Elijah Miller, and the couple moved into a farmhouse built by Elijah's grandfather. The house sat in a wooded area just north of the town of White Plains on 660 acres of farmland. Over the following two decades, Anne gave birth to seven children. Elijah earned his first commission for military service as a lieutenant in 1772. He then joined the Westchester County Militia under Colonel Samuel Drake, and he was named adjutant of the regiment in 1775. By the summer of 1776, Elijah and his two young sons fought with the militia to defend New York City from British troops. Elijah died from wounds sustained in battle not long after his sons John and Elijah Jr. died from disease contracted in camp. In late October, General George Washington ordered his troops to retreat from the city and form camps northward into Westchester County. Washington approached Anne Fisher Miller, now a widow and a grieving mother, to use her home because of its strategic location above White Plains. Anne opened the farmhouse to the general and his troops, turning the home into the commander-in-chief's headquarters. It wasn't long before the house was thrust into the center of the battle. From battlefield to hospital to church. Less than a week after Washington arrived at the Miller home, British General William Howe advanced into Westchester County. Within hours, the farm had become a battlefield with military tents punctuating the landscape. As gunshots rang and artillery fire, Miller remained in the house with her five living children. She converted her home into a hospital where she nursed the wounded and comforted the dying. After the Battle of White Plains, Washington stayed in the Miller House two other times. Once, while there in 1778, two of Anne's daughters undertook the dangerous task of delivering a confidential message to him. He returned for a final stay in 1781. At other points in the Revolutionary War, generals including Charles Lee and Alexander McDougall were the recipients of Anne's patriotic hospitality. After the Revolution... Anne Fisher Miller once again opened her home. 
this time offering it as the site of Westchester County's first Methodist church. She continued this spirit of hospitality until her death in 1819 at the age of 91. The Widow at Rest Whether due to nature or vandals, Anne's headstone was destroyed and her gravesite was lost for most of the 20th century. Diligent research by the Daughters of Liberty's Legacy, a nonprofit historic preservation organization, revealed that Anne was buried next to her husband and two sons in the White Plains Presbyterian graveyard. In September of 2015, the organization installed an 18th century style hand carved headstone to mark her resting place. It stands today in honor of the generous widow who demonstrated bravery and resilience in the face of personal grief. And a brief end note to this story. Saving the Miller House The Miller House, built in 1739, still stands today through the efforts of several local organizations, including the White Plains DAR chapter of White Plains, New York. The farmhouse was home, of course, to Elijah and Ann Miller from 1770 until Ann's death in 1819. Their daughter, Sarah Miller Cornell, lived there until her death in 1838. The White Plains DAR chapter persuaded Westchester County to purchase the Miller House in 1917 in order to restore and operate it as a historical museum. The chapter then worked to raise funds to bring the restoration process about and assisted the county in administering the farmhouse in a long-term partnership. Today, the building is on the National Register of Historic Places and more funds have been raised to renovate the building and reopen it as a local museum. I hope you have enjoyed this edition of the Our Patriots podcast and that you'll listen to future installments, each focused on a patriot who helped to win our independence. I also know that you will enjoy reading more about our nation's fascinating history by receiving a subscription to American Spirit magazine. Visit us at dar.org and search for American Spirit. Consider, too, researching your family tree and joining our service organization of dedicated women devoted to promoting historic preservation, education, and patriotism. There's something for everyone in today's DAR. This has been the Our Patriots podcast, a dynamic duo high-five production in association with the Daughters of the American Revolution and Tin Shingle.